0: Join me for honest conversations and inspiring stories about personal and professional growth, all through the lens of nursing. Well, hey there, it's Amanda. Today's episode is going to be focused on some hotline style questions that I have received, particularly for new graduates mostly new graduate nurses as opposed to nurse practitioners, but I think that there is something for everyone in the questions that I'm going to cover in this episode. So just to kind of give you a heads up on the format, I have collected some frequently asked questions and specific questions that I have received that I think go well together in the same episode. And I'm going to go through each question and let you know my answer so that you can figure out if this applies to you and see if there's a good um, takeaway that you can learn from. So, you know, it's kind of new graduate season, I guess you could say. It's after the end of the school year. Many people have graduated and are looking for positions. So, I get a lot of questions from new graduates in terms of what to do with their resume, what to include, what not to include, but also general job search advice. So I'm going to go through some questions that I got recently. And we're going to start with a question that I received that says, Hi, as a student nurse, what can I do now that I can add to my resume that'll make me stand out when obtaining a job? And I was so happy to get this question because I get a lot of questions from people who are no longer students who are getting ready to graduate and don't have much to include on their resume and say, hey, I didn't do much. How can I make my resume look better? I much prefer to give the answer to this question because if you are still in school, you have an opportunity to do some things that will make you a more competitive applicant when you graduate. So such a great question. And here are my thoughts on that. Things that you can do as a student whether you are an NP student or an RN student that will make you a more competitive applicant down the line. So first things first, I think that it's a great idea to join a student chapter of either your state um, or local nurse association or NP association. Um, So you can join um, the ANA like nationally, you can join AANP if you are an NP student, Um, The National Student Nurse Association is an example, and you can either join at the national or the local level. But I think having that membership is a great thing to have. Usually there's some exclusive job postings you will have access to as a member, and it also lets you participate in continuing ed opportunities. It widens your professional network, and it's a great thing to show on your resume because it shows that you are interested um, in leadership and extracurricular type activities. The next thing is to look into periodic um, volunteer or community service opportunities. So if you are a full-time student, you may not have time for a regular volunteering um, position. And if that's the case, you can look for periodic things. So you can um, look to be involved in, let's say, a medical tent that um, serves sporting events. For example. A lot of times those will be run by a hospital who they'll do their community outreach and they'll look for volunteers to be part of the medical tent. So if your school has any affiliation with the hospital, that may be something you can look into. A lot of nursing schools even have community service affiliations, whether it's taking blood pressures at a soup kitchen, something of that nature. So not only... Seeking out those opportunities, but then making sure that you're putting them on your resume in a special volunteerism community service section to show that you have a commitment in giving back to your community. Another option, if you have a little bit more time, you can look into a regular volunteer position, ideally at your local hospital or the hospital where you want to be hired on later. Having that experience when you apply to say, hey, I wasn't a volunteer um, on this unit or elsewhere in the hospital that can be really advantageous because then they can see your application and check with the manager of that unit to see how you were as a volunteer. So another option uh, as a student would be to try to get a job as a tech or a nurse aide in the hospital, ideally at the place where you want to work. That might be I think the first step that I would look into if you have the Time and the bandwidth to be able to take on a position in addition to going to school and it's not any sort of conflict, I would definitely start by seeing if there's an actual paid position that you can take because it could potentially not only get your foot in the door on the floor that you want to work in, uh, but at the very least you would be considered an internal applicant when you graduate and are licensed and are looking for a full-time nursing position. And the last recommendation would be to try to get involved in any research projects that your instructors may be working on or involved in. Depending on your nursing school, there um, you may have faculty that participate in research. If you are affiliated with a medical center, uh, an academic medical center, that may be more of a, a likelihood. But getting involved in projects that, first of all, bring you closer to a mentor, like a nursing faculty member, be really beneficial down the line when you are job searching and it also is a nice extra piece of information to add to your resume to show that you have done things to go above and beyond um, just your regular responsibilities okay so the next one is a two-parter should you include your high school diploma and also your gpa on your resume so high school diploma i'll address first usually my answer to almost everything is it depends. Um, but I think that in 99% of cases, you do not need to include your high school information on your diploma. As long as you are enrolled in a higher education program, like an associate's in nursing, a bachelor's in nursing, a master's in nursing, a PhD in nursing, those probably encompass the majority of the programs that my listeners will be enrolled in. If you are enrolled, you can just put that you You can put associate of science in nursing, expected, and put the date. That's enough in your education section. You don't need to include your high school information. In terms of GPA, it really depends. If it's a 4.0, you can include it. um, And you are a recent graduate. If you have years of clinical experience, you don't need to include your GPA. They really don't. Employers really don't care to be totally honest. They want to know that you graduated. They want to know that you passed your exam. And if you're experienced, they want to know that you were a productive employee in your previous position. The GPA does not matter. Exceptions to this would be if you are a new graduate and you have no clinical experience to showcase, it can be helpful to include a high GPA to show that you have some sort of aptitude. Um, And if you are applying to an academic program, meaning if you're applying to do another degree that can be really helpful to show that you are a student who performs well but that said if you don't have a great gpa leave it off no one's going to ask you about it um, except in the case of maybe applying to uh, graduate school so the next question is should i include details under my clinical rotations and this is it depends is the answer to this? Um, I'll be honest. When I write resumes for other people, I don't typically include details under the clinical rotations. I usually include them nine times out of ten for both nurse graduates and NP graduates. But I usually just put the topic or the the title of the rotation, the location, maybe the dates maybe the number of hours, maybe the preceptor. Um, And the reason why I don't include much more than that, for the most part, is because, and the reason why you could argue not to include your clinical rotations also, is because for the most part, especially for nurses, there is a standard of how many hours you should be completing in each specialty. The majority of registered nurses are going to have very similar experiences when it comes to nursing clinicals in terms of the specialty and number of hours. So arguably you could leave that off if you had other valuable information to include. I find that the majority of new nurses may not have a lot of work experience to showcase, so this is something that helps fill a little bit of space and also show that you have healthcare exposure. Now if you have had some unique experiences or you've had some sort of clinical externship or capstone, some places call it, you may want to, on your resume, treat that kind of like a job experience and outline what you did. So you may want to show that you went from a certain ratio to you know, a better ratio over a period of time. You may want to talk about the skills that you the pre- procedural skills that you practiced and learned and got to do, especially if that rotation is in the same specialty that you are applying to work at. Okay, so if you've had a clinical that is really aligned with what you want to do in your first job, what you're applying to, then it can be really smart to take a couple lines or a few bullet points to outline details about those particular rotations. You could also include just kind of a general paragraph. This is something I do particularly for nurse practitioners because it can be very redundant to put information under each clinical rotation. You can add a a paragraph in italics under all of them that just says the types of things that you practiced and things that you felt you gained competence on, especially if they are procedural or unique specialty exposures. Okay, Um, so the last question that I'm going to address in this episode is, how do I include non-healthcare related work history on my resume? This is really common for newer nurses, second degree nurses or nurses who have had other unrelated, non-healthcare related work experience. And what I recommend you do here is focus and highlight your transferable skills. So Amanda, what are transferable skills? Transferable skills are skills that you have from a previous career or experience that are valuable, useful, and enhance your new role in nursing. So these aren't going to be hard skills they aren't going to be tactical procedural type skills they're going to be more soft skills soft skills are more behavioral emotional type skills so some examples that you may have from a previous position would be customer service skills especially if you worked in retail or you worked in hospitality or the service industry you can definitely draw on your customer service skills you may have problem-solving skills, depending on your previous career. And problem-solving is obviously a great skill to have in the nursing field. We are always faced with problems. We are always charged to solve them. Another one that can be really helpful, and this may or may not apply to you, but if you have this experience, I would include it. If you have any experience with therapeutic listening or coaching or any sort of therapeutic interaction with others is definitely something that we use on a daily basis. If you have any experience with crisis de-escalation, those are all things that are really beneficial for nurses and a a great skill set to showcase from a previous career. Another one is task prioritization. This is pretty much applicable to almost every other position, any other job. You're usually not just doing one thing at a time. And if you have learned to either manage your time or prioritize your tasks, give an example of that and how you feel like it will be applicable to the nursing field. So include them on your resume, include a great example if you have one, maybe you'll decide to include a little anecdote or a story in your cover letter about how, you know, this particular skill that you had from your previous career is something that you know will round you out well as a new nurse. So to recap, we've got customer service, problem solving, therapeutic listening, task prioritization, and time management are all great examples of transferable skills. So hopefully this episode has been helpful. If it has, would you do me a favor, pause what you're doing, unless you're driving, Um, and give me a rating or a review on Apple Podcasts. It really helps me reach more people just like you who are eager and waiting to hear this information that you may not be getting in school or in the workplace. So until next time, I am always rooting for you, and I will catch you on the next episode. Well, that does it for today. Thank you so much for listening all the way to the end. If you have found today's episode helpful and you would like to support the Nurse Becoming podcast, I invite you to buy me a coffee at buymeacoffee.com slash nursebecoming. I appreciate your support. This helps me create more content for you to enjoy and benefit from in the future. Also, would you consider giving me a rating or review on Apple Podcasts if you haven't done so already? It will truly help other nurses find the show and know that it's worth listening to. For more information about this episode, as well as a place to submit your questions or suggestions for future episodes or guests, head to nursebecoming.com. I can't wait to connect with you soon. And until next time, remember, I am always rooting for you.